Well, guys, I knew this day would come. It finally happened. TikTok banned my original TikTok account. I know a lot of you guys followed me from TikTok. So if you haven't seen a TikTok from me in quite a while, that's why. You can now follow me on my new TikTok account, at ComeOnManPod. That's all one word, at ComeOnManPod. Please follow me. Help me rebuild. I was at almost 30,000 followers when they kicked me off their platform. So come on, follow me back. I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. You, my friend, are listening to Come On, Man a 3% man podcast. I'm your host, Paul Bauer, and I am on the road to being a 3% man, just like you. If you're new to the show, this is a podcast for fellow students of Cordy Wayne's book, How to Be a 3% Man, and for men who just want to be better in general. We talk about dating, gaining wealth, being happy, and using the law of attraction to get everything we want in life. Welcome back, guys, to another awesome week of the Come On Man podcast. If you haven't done so already and you're watching on YouTube, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. And uh, if you're listening to an audio version, you know, like on iTunes or something like that, give us a five-star review, you know, drop a little comment why you like the podcast. It helps more than you know. Uh, You guys like the new camera? It's pretty great, right? Uh, (laughs) I actually did the interview with my guest using the old camera, so it's not as not as crisp. But uh, I'm doing the intro now, so you get me in, in my new camera. Uh, this week, we have a 3% brother from Maryland. He's not only a 3% brother, he's also a fellow moderator on the 3% Man Facebook group with me. And he's also a badass tattoo artist. So we hear his whole 3% journey, how he got into this stuff, and it's a pretty pretty deep dive. Uh, it's a really good discussion, and I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this because Ryan's a really smart guy. He's a really smart guy, and I will be bringing you that conversation right after this. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You'll never believe what Duke Cannon did. In fact, I thought if I told you guys about it, you might revoke my man card. But then it hit me. This could be awesome for all of us. Duke Cannon has released a new basic ass pumpkin spice latte scented bar of soap. Now hear me out here. This thing is guaranteed to bring all the basic white girls to the yard. Hell, they may even show up wearing nothing but their Ugg boots. To get yours, visit duke.comeonmanpod.com or click the link in the show notes, and you'll get free shipping. Using this link tells them I sent you, so you help me out, and you get free shipping in return. So it's win-win. That's duke.comeonmanpod.com, or use the link in the show notes. It's pumpkin spice season, so use it to your advantage, men. 
All right, this week we have 3% Brother from Maryland, Ryan Kaufman joining me. Ryan's not only a 3% Brother, he's a badass tattoo artist, a fellow 3% Man Facebook group moderator, and he and I recently went to a men's retreat together at Lake Lanier in Georgia, put on by our mutual friend Benny Lichtenwalder uh, with uh, Lover and a Fighter. What's up, man? What's going on, dude? Good to be here. <laughs> you know, uh, it's funny. So right after the retreat, the people at home don't care probably, but I cared. So you, one of the things you did after uh, you went down to the retreat was you gave Benny and his wife uh, somewhat like a couple tat- couple's tattoo. Yeah, it was. They weren't matching tattoos, which I was thankful for. But like, uh, like a, I call it like it was like a series. So they were kind of corresponding pieces. They have a story that are that's somewhat linked, but uh, yeah, as any good tattoo should. Yeah, yeah, they're they're fucking spectacular. And and at the uh, near the end here, I'll I'll have you plug your shop though. But if if you guys sure, yeah. if you guys go to his uh, his website and look at his portfolio, it's like. He's got this one. You got this one on there because I was looking at your site. You have one where it was like a Canon camera or something. Oh, uh, yeah. Like hyper realistic camera. It looked like a, a fucking camera sitting on someone's like whatever it was, the arm or yeah, something. Yeah, that, that, that dude was a, he's a photographer. And uh, I think that was like the camera that his like, grandfather gave him or something like that. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun one. That one definitely turned some heads. Like, I, I keep going out and about people like that, that camera though. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause uh, yeah, that was, that, that stood out to me. Cause I, how did, how did you learn to do that? I mean, I, mean, I, I was, I, I've always been an artist. I, I tell a story when I was really, really little, my grandma asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I said, it starts with an R. And she was like, oh, what is it like? You know, I was like an artist. Duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. So, so I, I, I went to, I went to college for a couple of years. I got an associates in fine art and it was like my last semester at community college. I kind of went all in and took an apprenticeship. I was working at Starbucks and I like really didn't want to pursue like a, a master's in fine art. Cause it's just a, spending a lot of money to not make any. Um, right. Yeah. I, and I came, I kind of came into the industry before it really, really blew up. And coming in as like a realism artist uh, in a in a time that like the envelope was just starting to get pushed that way, um, I just kind of took to it. So, so I'm twelve years later, like I'm still still doing some realism stuff, but uh, I try to do a little bit of everything, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff, man. So obviously, this is a three percent man podcast. Uh, so I have to ask you what led you to first read how to be a 3% man? Uh, re- like one of my best buddies in the world, uh, my buddy Conrad, he actually lives in Berlin. He had told me about Corey Wayne. He went through a divorce. Uh, he had married an American girl, moved to Berlin, and she actually left him like overnight, basically. She flew home and took the money and then called him from the States, was like, I'm not coming back. It's amazing and how so- that works, right? <laughs> funny right so he <laughs> i guess in his in his journey came across Corey wayne's work and then he started kind of preaching it to me i could be out and visiting him and he was kind of doing his work um 
And at first I kind of wrote it off because he was like, he was like preaching it. And I was like, whoa, whoa okay, buddy. Like, as long as you're happy, you know, and like, he, he'd tell me some stuff and it made sense. And I was like, okay. And I, here and there was like cherry picking videos. I was married at the time. I was having some issues here and there, but I wasn't ready to do the work. Um, when things kind of came, came to a head there and came, came crumbling down. Uh, I was like, Hey, what was that guy's name again? You know, I think I'd been like watching some YouTube videos, but I finally, I, I went and ordered the book. And I mean, I was, I dove right in. I was watching the videos all day, every day, primarily with, with the focus of like reattracting my ex, which I think is how it seems most people, at least on YouTube, come to, come to it. There's a, um, there's a lot of guys. I want to say there's a lot of guys in the, uh, in the 3% man Facebook group that that's their, that was their initial goal as well. Trying well, to reattract an ex. The way I see it is, you know, Tony Robbins says it like, People will do more to avoid pain than to gain pleasure. So it's when in those painful moments that we're motivated to really make change or to really like stop the hurt, you know, like it's, it's fucking triage. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, when you're in a relationship that's gone off the rails or maybe you're just in the wrong relationship and you're, you know, maybe you're complacent or you're still, you know, not woke to what's what's going on or the science of it or you know attraction and polarity and communication and actually finding the right person and, and standing up for yourself all that shit like you just kind of go with the flow i think until it all comes comes to a head so that's how i found Corey wayne's work and then um you know i started picking up his book recommendations like you know the way the spirit of man um and i was doing a lot of my own work outside of dating and attraction on you know spirituality and just trying to get over my ego and whatever else had kind of led me to allow my relationship to kind of fall apart so it was just like a, a full spectrum personal growth journey but um Corey's work hovered right in the middle between you know some of the like it's you know the pickup community and there's a lot of you know game and and, you know, there's tricks and techniques and all this, you know, like kind of manipulative kind of stuff. But yeah. then there's the, the, the other side of it, which is just being a good person and finding your core and your center and sure. being, and, and Corey kind of found a way, I think it wasn't just, let me get you a girlfriend, but it was, let's, let's make it work. You know? Yeah. Have you noticed that, uh, 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 Luke, Luke brought it up in, in the, uh, the admins group chat, uh, the other day, but it's funny, like guys that really take this journey and take this shit seriously, take the, the 3% path seriously. Uh, it's like, like our group, the 3% man Facebook group is like, it's the group, you know, it's like, it's really, every, yeah, every, everyone in the group that has like really knuckled down, studied this shit, like made it a purpose are fucking killing it right now. You know? Yeah, I was actually looking up because that that group, you know, I found it just like on a whim. Like I was I was reading the book and I was like, there's got to be, you know, other like-minded people because at the same time, like I recognize that I didn't have like a strong network of male like-minded mm -hmm. growth-oriented friends or colleagues yeah. or peers, you know, like my friend circle, like I could preach, talk to them about it all day, but they're not on the level you can lead a horse to water, but if they're not ready to drink, so yeah. like trying to find that, that community, that brotherhood, somebody that, you know, not only the support 
but like to keep me accountable and not just like tell me, like pay me lip service either. Sure. Somebody who's like can, can rap about it. So yeah, when I found the page, I kind of, I'd already read the book three to five times probably at that point. Um, and, and that's what it was. I came in as a baby though. Like I was like still like for months, like I actually looked, looked earlier today. Just, I was like, when did I join this page? It felt like two years ago, but I guess it was about a, a year and a half. It was like June of 2020. I said, no, there's no way. But I guess that's how much of an impact it's played mm-hmm. in my life. It's like how, how like interacting with that page and how far it's gotten me from like going on and like asking for advice on how to deal with my toxic ex and what do I do here? And Oh, she's seeing this other guy or what do I, you know, it's just so much fucking drama and everybody's like telling me the same shit that I didn't want to hear. And finally read the book, bro. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not helpful. Like at the, at the beginning, uh, when I was, I was in the same boat, I I think I, 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 I joined earlier last year and uh, you'd ask a question. And a lot of the times, like I, I would ask a question, like knowing what the book said, because I'd read the book, you know, a few times and I'm like, well, you know, the book says this, but I feel like this doesn't work. Or like, what do you guys think? And the people are like, read the book. I'm like, I, I just put in the fucking, yeah. you know, yeah, we, no, we kicked are. out a lot of those douche nozzles, but Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so surprised how many people don't even fill out the questionnaire. Like, yeah, the, hasn't answered the questions. Be like, you're literally not willing to do any of the work. Like, yeah. like, like. Well, well, you know, you know, that that whole thing uh, has gotten just worse since since I've been on TikTok, because a lot of the newer guys in the group have found the group and Corey's work because of my TikToks. I don't want to blow smoke or anything, but but it's true. And you're the Sending them all over, huh? Yeah. So all these guys like see my TikToks and then they'll they'll come and listen to the podcast. And then, you know, and I say, hey, you know, join other 3% men in, in the 3% man Facebook group. And so people are joining it without reading the book. And like we won't let them in because you yeah, well, you have to read the book. <laughs> at least once, please. Yeah, at least once to be able to answer the, the point, f- fucking at questions. Point, at that point, you're you're not adding any value. You're just going there to take. And what is any positive relationship? You go there to give. (laughs) (laughs) My man. (laughs) Have you also noticed, though, that on this journey of like of learning about women, you know, what makes them tick? It's like that whole process of learning, like what makes a man more attractive, what women are attractive to and stuff like that starts making you a better man in general. Well, I think Benny said it, but it's 110% accurate. Like for, dating, for the people that know, don't know who Benny is, but Benny, Benny Lickard, Walmart, he, he's, a yeah, coach. He, he's a dating coach. That's one of the hats he wears, but he, you know, I came, I came uh, across him just on, on the boards on the 3% page and he was given really solid advice and in perfect Benny fashion, like in video format. Yeah. Right. And so like he fucking cut to the front of the line with some knowledge and, um, and it was, it was, it was good. It was, he would expand on it. It wasn't like, just read the book. It was, I'm going to tell you what to do. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why you want to do the other thing. He yeah. helped he out and added a lot of value. And so uh, that's kind of how I, I ended up reaching out to him privately. Um, and he's, I, I would say he, he was like my, uh, like co-pilot or whatever through the, the ripping off of the band-aid, if you will, with the X and like really 
you know, holding me accountable and like, and uh, like getting me to like do my fucking list and, you know, like be, be real with myself and say like, you know, like, what do you really fucking want? Is this really? Yeah. 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 And for the, for the people that are listening that don't know what you mean by the, by the list, if, if first of all, go read the fucking book, but uh, Corey Wayne talks about making a list of wants and don't wants and like your perfect, like dream girl and, and and Benny's course, I haven't taken the course, but I know like everyone who has, I'm friends with Benny. Like I've had Benny on the podcast and stuff. Uh, Benny really takes that list to like another level. And he really has you like deep dive into yourself on like what, like what you're all about, what are your values? And then, then he has you make the list and it's like, his is even more substantial. I would say than Corey's. Corey, Corey says to, you know, compile all of the, if you could, if you could order from, from a factory or whatever, like custom made, mm-hmm. you know, be as specific as possible, hair color, eye color, age, life status, whatever, and, and write out all your qualities of what you want in a woman and then write everything that you don't want. So maybe your red flags or your deal breaker qualities. And then from there, try to get it to a top 10 yes and a top 10 no. So that's, I think, Corey's method, right? Yeah, Benny, which, you know, which makes sense. It's, it's, it's law of attraction. It's visualization. It's getting specific and intentional so you can be you know, uh, efficient. And you're also like training your, your brain and your mind to, to, to see what it is that you want. What Benny does is he distills that into a top five. Yes. So I guess the philosophy there is, which goes with law of attraction too, you know, law of attraction doesn't differentiate your yeses and nos. Right. So the difference between saying, I don't want to be poor versus I'm going to be wealthy. All it hears is poor. So you get more, you get what you focus on. So I guess the philosophy there is by even by creating a a list of no's, you're focusing on the negatives. Yep. So he has you take those no's and turn, turn them into yeses Mm. as in, so I don't want a fatty. Okay. So the opposite of that is I want like somebody who's fit or, you know, health conscious or thin, you know, I, I don't want somebody who's got toxic drama. Be like, okay. So I do want somebody who's got their shit together. So then you turn all those no's into yeses. And then from there, he tries to get you to get it down to a top five. Yeah. You know, I was going to say, uh, one, I I love that you recognize that it's law of attraction. So you're a law of attraction guy. Cause what, yeah. when I, when I read Corey's book, I was like, this is some law of attraction shit, especially when yeah, he, he, he talks about all of the, all right? of the spheres. Yeah. Like what he talks about writing your, your love letter to, you know, to the imaginary yeah. girl and stuff like yeah. that's total, you know, yeah, law of attraction sure. stuff. And two, uh, have you read uh, dating essentials for men by Dr. Robert Glover? Yeah, I actually, I read no more Mr. Nice guy first. Okay. And yeah. then, and then I read dating essentials for men. Cause he, he, is, he essentially says the same thing. He calls, he call he has the, the list thing too. And he, but he calls it his, his five and five. And yeah. uh, so same uh, idea. Very, it's very hard to get it down to a top five. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I'm continuously reorganizing that. So in my, but just by doing that activity, like, okay, I have 
on paper or in my notes folder. I do have my top five currently, but the amount of times that I've done the exercise and focused on that list and moved them around, just that action alone has trained my brain to think about what it is that I do want. So I could rattle off my top 10 easy as pie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's if you're going to be strict to the, to the principle, like, okay, so you've got your top five and you're out here dating and you're qualifying the women you're dating against this top five, anything after that is a bonus. Well, it's like, well, I still want all 10, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that notion would say like, cause I've dated girls that I, 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 I could say like, yeah, I guess, I guess that's all five, but still something doesn't feel, I feel like not, at, you know, as hyper attracted to them as, yeah, I, I don't know. So, or I'm just not, that's not the, that's not the one. And Benny would always say just, you know, and I think anybody would agree. Well, if it's not an overwhelming yes, then it's a no. Yeah. Well, I would, I would also say too, it's, it's important to like review that list periodically because Last year, I ended up in a, I was in a relationship for a few months. She was on the podcast even uh, with a Marine Corps chick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Marine, and I still think Marine Corps chick's a good girl. I think she hates my fucking guts, but that's neither here nor there. But, well, we uh, all know how her mom and brother feel about you. Right. Yes, we all know that. Um, but, you know, like at the time, like when I met her, you know, she really checked a lot of my boxes. But after spending a lot of time with her, I realized that, you know what, there were certain things about her that I didn't like, and I needed to make sure I added that kind of stuff to my list, you know? I think that's the importance of getting out there and getting the experience without being attached to the outcome. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, everybody wants somebody to love and to be loved. That's our, like, one of our most basic core human needs is to give and receive love, right? That's mm-hmm. what makes the world go round. <laughs> but... But, you know, if you're not out there dating women, not, you know, or, or, or seeing what's out there, like, yeah, you could have that list and you're like, yeah, pretty sure this is it, you know, and then you spend enough time, you get past that three month mark with somebody and you realize maybe something's not in order here because yeah, they have all, all, all these things, but there's this thing that's, that's missing now, or there's this thing that like, I guess really does hold more value to me that I didn't realize until now that, you know, that's something I need. And I could, I would be willing to sacrifice this other thing in order to have that. So you have to have that time in and really, you know, put yourself out there to refine that list, to find somebody. So, so you know, so you know what you want and what you don't want from experience, just like as a, uh, a notion. Yeah. You know, one thing too, I, I found uh, fascinating with the, the concept of this list, both, both in Corey's book and uh, Dr. Glover's book is, uh, you know, it's like the concept of, you know, if, if you don't know where you're going, any road will get you there. Right. So there are a lot of guys don't have any idea what they're looking for. And so they just settle with like the first chick that treats them nice. And then they're, yeah. they're, they're not satisfied. Cause it's like, you know, and, and I, I get this a lot, you know, in, in my, my content that I put out there, you know, these guys, you know, I'll put out like red lists or, or red flag lists. Right. Mm-hmm. And these guys are like, well, Jesus, like that's, you're never going to find someone. It's like, no, uh, it's, I'm going to find the one. And you guys are just settling for all this other shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, and that is something that, you know, I don't know about you, but I've wrestled with it because, um, I've been single now 
you know, very, very actively single for the, for about eight months, you know, uh, I was dabbling in and out as I was on and on and off with the X for a year and a half, two years or something like that, you know, kind of dipping my toe and I'd hook up, I'd date somebody, but I was always kind of keep myself more or less like available uh, until I was like, fuck it, full send. Um, <laughs> but um, as far as, as like taking the time to find that one, like, and you, I see other people, they get into relationships, right? They seem happy. They haven't done the fucking work, you know, they haven't, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. And you, you look across the aisle, you know, we always want what we don't have. And you see on the surface, like a happy couple, but you know, a good buddy of mine, you know, he's blended his family with a woman, but I see inside that relationship and I'm like, it's not all peaches and cream. You know, they're, you know, like you are kind of putting partnership or just having somebody over having somebody that really compliments you you know what i mean they're making more work for yourself and more misery when you when you settle i think people, a lot of people convince themselves that they haven't settled but you know that's what it takes work you know you gotta you gotta make it work it's like well you know of course like all things in life take work but you gotta love what you do at the same time yeah sometimes it's best to put the work in first show up <laughs> yeah yeah you know, it's funny. You talk about that, how, uh, you know, sometimes on the surface, everything looks like perfect and whatever, you know, uh, I, I don't know much about what's going on uh, at the time of this recording, though. But uh, at the time of this recording, everything space time continuum on this podcast. Uh, yeah, like the next the next leap year. <laughs> yeah. The, the last week, the episode that dropped at the time of this recording was my interview with Emily King. And Emily uh, and I, on during that episode, which was recorded like two months ahead of time, we were talking about her relationship because she she talks about relationship and gives gives relationship advice all the time, and she talks about like how great her boyfriend is or whatever. And so we were talking about her relationship, and you know, in that interview, she was talking her boyfriend up quite a bit, and uh, so I you know, we, we published that episode last week, this the following Sunday, like five days later, they're broken up. They're broken up. She just, she just posted a video. Um, and, uh, you know, she's like crying, telling people like, I don't know what happened. Like, you know, that, you know, the things just didn't work out or whatever. I had a bunch of people tag me going, dude, like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> and I was like, I, I don't think I did anything. Like we talked about, yeah, we, we talked about her boyfriend a little bit, but I don't think, I don't think we didn't say anything bad. Like, you know, everything was great. I actually texted her and I was like, I hope it wasn't the podcast. And she was like, no, it wasn't. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like that just goes back to the fact that like everything looks great. Like everyone would look at her relationship with this guy and go, oh man, this is like the perfect relationship. I want that. And it ended. So it's well, like, that, I guess that kind of, that kind of brings me to the point, like, you know, spinning plates, dating multiple women, not mm-hmm. it, getting into an exclusive relationship until it is that until you're confident, it's something, you know, substantial. Like I've, you know, over the last eight months, there's been, three, maybe four instances where there were women I, I was dating. It got to about that, you know, fifth, sixth, seventh date mark. One of them, you know, much longer than that, but 
where it kind of, you know, you can tell what's kind of on the table, you know, whether this is going to be exclusive. And um, I could have settled, you know, with, with some, some really good, good girls, you know what I mean? Like nothing, uh, you know, inherently wrong with them. Right. Sure. Uh, we, we had a good time. They're good people for the, for the most part. <laughs> but, uh, but I did, you know what I mean? Something in me told me like, this isn't my 10, you know what I mean? Um, but by being forthcoming and honest and not, you know, a nice guy about it, but like genuine and, and like, I'm, I'm giving value. I'm, I, I genuinely believe like when we get together, I'm being, I'm present, I'm adding value to the, to their day as they are with me. We're having a good time. You know, I'm treating them with respect. Uh, and, and that's what it is. It's hang, hang out, have fun, hook up. You know what I mean? Um, and I was, and I've been able to kind of like keep myself from settling or getting into an exclusive relationship, which the other side of that, you know, and I've even talked with Luke about it, you know, there's, there's a girl recently that I was considering, yeah, you know, maybe it's time, you know, um, you know, like a lot of people do that. Like, well, you can get together, you know, and give it a try. You could, you could give it a go. Mm-hmm. You know, if it doesn't work out, then, you know, you can get back out there. And sure, you know, I, I could, you know, I've got the skills and, and understanding now that I could re- recoup and get back out there in the field. But, you know, like if, if it's, if it's a, let's give this a try kind of situation, then that's not your one. Right. right. So, at, like, you know, like, are you afraid of losing them by keeping them as a plate or by, being authentic about that that's it that's that's a tricky uh road to navigate especially for 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 somebody like me who's you know just kind of getting back uh to being a bachelor at 35 after being in you know a 10 to 12 year relationship you know what i mean mm-hmm. you you uh you mentioned luke and, and for the people you know listening uh, it's, he's talking about, he's talking about Luke, uh, the guy who's always on the podcast. Like Luke's is like Luke's the moderator on the page. He's a friend of both of ours. Yeah. He's, he's always on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> he's actually, uh, inside, um, he's in, uh, Benny's program with me as well. Mm-hmm. We're kind of in the inside group or whatever. So we've had, we've had a lot of really close conversations and been really candid and, uh, kind of, kind of been walking this path kind of together in a sense, uh, brothers in arms, if you will. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, I was, I was trying to rationalize like getting into, getting into a relationship with this, this girl I was seeing that we just had so much fucking fun. She was the most fun I've had dating anybody, but one box, you know, is, would yeah. she, is she submissive and feminine and domestic like enough that I would feel comfortable like introducing her to my daughter and kind of bringing her in, to this, that side of, of my life and something about me said, ah, I don't trust it. I don't, I don't think she's got that quality. She's a little bit more in her masculine or a little bit mm-hmm. wild she's fun. Um, but you know, that's, that's not that person. But I was ra- trying to rationalize it with Luke and he was yeah. like, well, you know, like he was kind of, I think maybe even telling me what I wanted to hear is in the sense of like, well, you know, you could, you know, like, you know, if, if you, if you like her, you could, you could go exclusive and, you know, if it, see where it goes. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. In a few months it's out, then you can get back out there. I was like, yeah, you know, I totally could. I kind of, 
And what did I, and I said to Benny, I was like, I kind of want to try a relationship on, you know, uh-huh. been, Benny, Benny probably didn't like that verbiage. <laughs> not at all. What do you fucking mean? Try it on, dude. It's not pants. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so he fucking checked that idea real quick. And I was like, okay, you're right. And then sure as shit, I went out of town for, for two weeks out West. And then I came out to Georgia with you guys. And when I came back, she was fucking gone. Yeah. Oh, well, than- that's her loss. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, uh, have you ever found yourself wondering, like I find myself wondering this a lot too, though, is uh, you get into this stuff, you start really studying this, maybe you read some red pill stuff and uh, you like, you know, you've been burned in the past. Like, do you ever sit there and think like, man, am I just like too fucking guarded? You know, cause I, I kind of feel like that. Like I, I'm like, I'm like, will I ever, will I ever even tell a chick I love her? You know, because I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever feel love anymore at this point. It's crazy. Dude, I, would, I, I, I'm right there with you. I think, uh, there, there are times I wondered if my heart was like crusted over. Right. You yeah. know, cause I, um, but then there have been moments when I'm out with a, with a woman that I'm building a connection with and, and I feel comfortable to like open up a bit, to be a little bit more vulnerable, let my guard down. And you know, maybe I've had a couple drinks and I let on a little, I show a little bit of, you know, my, my hand. Um, and in my head, I'm thinking like, Oh fuck, I'm being weak or I'm showing my feelings or whatever. And you know, I've uh, across the table, like, I've gotten feedback, like, you know, that was really endearing. Like that was actually super attractive. Oh, you got a little vulnerable last night. That was really hot. You know, it's like, I think there is something to be said for, um, for, for letting your guard down period. Like, you know, like give them a glimpse. <laughs> cause you have, cause we all have one. Right. Yeah. And you're not comfortable showing your soul. Then there's probably something about yourself that you're, not comfortable with that's an insecurity or a fear of yours that maybe you sure. need to work. Um, but yeah, but I mean, like, it's, it's funny though. Cause when, uh, like even like Corey's Corey's work, I would say is very purple pill. I mm-hmm. really like it. And I definitely see like his stuff is, uh, is, is probably some of the best stuff out there as far as like what women actually respond to in an actual relationship. Right. And it runs the whole gambit from, dating to being in a long-term relationship. But then like I read stuff that that's like red pill and they talk about, you know, like, you know, hypergamy and like women's well, nature that red pill stuff will keep you. Right. Be, right. So, I think it all boils down to this. Sure. I think there's two sides to a relationship or to the male female dynamic. There's attraction yep. and there's connection. Mm-hmm. And I think comic attraction talks about it as well. Yeah. Um, the book Atomic Attraction, which is a fucking phenomenal read. Bullet points. I mean, that shit yeah. is like so my holy trinity. It really is. But attraction grows in space. Yep. Right. You know, the uh, distance. You know, makes the heart grow fonder. That sentiment is attraction grows in space. There's mystery. There's fear. There's anxiety that gets your fucking feelings going. Right. Mm-hmm. But connection grows in closeness. And that's when you let your guard down, you let somebody in, you show them your soul, you connect on a deeper level, you communicate, you have those deep, long talks and you, you go deep. I think, in a, I think a relationship, uh, an exclusive, a committed, 
whole relationship needs both of those elements. But it is, there's a constant push and pull that need, that's going to happen. There's, a, there's an ebb and a flow yeah. that, like the, like the ocean, you know, you're going to have your high tide and you're going to have your low tide. There's going to be times when you're more connected but less attracted. There's going to be times that you're less attracted, you know, uh, or more, you know what I mean? There's, there's going to be times where and you, and you bounce, it's a dance and you got to be, you know, uh, able to do both of those things. Cause otherwise you're going to be in a sexless marriage or you're going to be, you know, at the, the indefinite bachelor chasing tail, like fuck boy, you know, like, or, yeah. you know, been in plates forever without ever really finding love. So yeah, it, which, which, you know, to me, it's, uh, it all comes down to like, what are your goals? Right. Cause like, uh, you know, I, I put out a lot of various types of, of videos and stuff. And, uh, even Corey's book talks about it too. You know, he's like, look, if you just want to fucking spin plates for the rest of your life, I'm here for you. You know, yeah, if, if you want if a transactional based relationship, go get a hooker. Like, right. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he talks about that. He talks about like, look, if you want to have an exclusive relationship and like keep her attracted, like, I, like that, I'm, I'm all about that. Like I'm not, I, I am not red pill. I'm not blue pill. You know, I'm very, I'm purple pill. Just like Corey. That's why this is a 3% man podcast. I, I, oh man. I've popped all those pills. <laughs> I've had all the pills. I've even oh, snorted some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's just, it's something that I think about though. Sometimes like, man, you know, like, am I just so guarded now that like, am I just so focused on keeping that attraction going and all that shit? Or like, can I actually just like re- relax and fucking love? And I don't know if I get ever, ever just, relax because it's it, I think the trick is is aware awareness like sure you you can when you get comfortable with the dance you can you can relax but you always are aware so your okay. mind right so you can relax it but but that's because you've done the work ahead of time like you said right you spent the time on your own to do your list to make sure you know what you're looking for then you went out and you looked for it and you, you found some of this, you found some of that. And then you found one that like you're willing to get into, get into it with, to become exclusive with. You said, okay, this person checks these boxes, you know, from, for all intents and purposes, they have high integrity. You know, I trust them, you know, I'm willing to let them in. I'm willing to cut all this other stuff off to, in, in exploration of where this can go. And within that, you know, you're always paying attention to our attraction, which is just awareness. That's just, you know, being aware of the science. It's like knowing what you know now. Um, so you can check yourself before you wreck yourself. But yeah. with that, like you, when you can be, when you can feel confident that you've done the work and you've got your shit together, that your, your side of the fucking street is clean and, and you're not afraid of loss, you know, like you're going to be fine one way or the other, but you found somebody and you vetted them and you've taken the time and you've taken it slow and you've let them come to you. And now they've joined your space because you didn't chase and join their frame. You've allowed them to come be a compliment to your life. Yeah. I think it's only natural to be like, okay, you're in my, you're a compliment to my life. This is, you're joining me and this is me. You can open up a bit and, and, and let your guard down. And, and women have such a higher capacity for that than men do they are so intuitive to emotions in a way that we are not that's why women are 
can tell when something's up before you know what's up. That's why a woman can finds a man who she falls in love with his potential almost a man that may not even be the, you know, successful yet, but she sees his capability and she can help him grow. I think women are a gift to men in that sense because they're so intuitive that they can, if you allow them help you grow, they, they want you to be the fucking man too, because they want to be with the man. So that's what all those little shit tests are there. You can take it and get butt hurt and defensive and hate women for always testing you. But really their, you know, unconscious feminine intuition is saying up oh, right here, this is an area that you might need to fucking work on. And, yeah. and if you just take that, like, you know, like, Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Oh, your attraction went down there. You're right. I need to take the fucking lead here or, you know, maybe I need to stop being so emotional about this. Maybe I do need a fucking plan here. Maybe I do need, you know what I mean? They will help you grow if you you know handle your shit but if you pay attention if you pay attention but you but you got to get them in in that proximity too where they where they can see your deepest gift and know you know how to yeah one one thing is funny uh about this whole process for me is uh learning about the concept of uh shit tests or strength tests or whatever you want to call them and uh and like learning that like all women will test men. All of them do it, whether it's subconscious or conscious. And it's funny, you bring that up and like women are like, now we don't, or, you know, some of them are, are flat out like, yeah, the fuck we do. And uh, I don't even know they are. Yeah. Th- th- some of them don't even realize they're doing it. But then you get uh, uh, like, I'll get these guys in the comments. They're like, well, if, if she's got to test me, then I don't want her. I'm like, motherfucker, they're all testing you, man. They're all men testing you. Do. Yeah. And you should, you shouldn't get upset by it. In fact, you should welcome it because if they're trying to test you, it's because, because they like you and they want to make sure that you're the, the strong, confident alpha man that they think you are. And And they they just want to, they need you. They want you to pass their test. They want you to do it. I think I think I said this to you at the retreat. It was something that came to me and and you were like, I don't think I've ever heard it put that way before, but okay. So obviously there's the, there's, there are conscious tests like, I'm going to fucking see how he, what he does. There is, there is that. That's a bit manipulative. Sure. I'd be, you know, in the category of like lower caliber behavior, but it's, it's a, it's a, it's a harsh reality. It is what it fucking is. Get used to it. Fuck it up. <laughs> but in the sense of the unconscious tests, like I look at it like this, you never pass a test because if you're in frame and you're doing your thing, everything's going good. You know, this situation presents itself. It's not a test. You just did the right thing. Everything yeah. keeps. It's only a test when you fail and you fucking know when you fail. Yeah. So, so for her too. Yeah. You, you did mention that at the, the, yeah, the she, retreat. And I was like, that's fucking genius. I need to write those know. down. <laughs> you don't even know it's a test. You know what I mean? It's just when you fucking do the wrong thing, she's like, ah. You failed whatever that thing was. Yeah. It passed up until you failed. Yeah. That's a really great analogy. In fact, this is probably going to become a clip on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Let, let me ask you, let me ask you. Uh, so obviously you've read 3% man. We talked about, you know, dating essentials for men, uh, uh, 
uh, way of the superior man and stuff like that. Uh, what other like dating? Oh, and you said no more Mr. Nice Guy too. Like what other like dating and relationship books have you read? Uh, I read The Art of Seduction, which was very dense and very like allegorical, but it presents the different, uh, it, it presents examples throughout history. One that I'm remembering off the top of my head is like Cleopatra and um, was it uh, Mark Antony? Not Mark Antony. Who was it? Uh, she seduced the Roman Caesar or whatever. Yeah, that was his name, right? Wasn't it? <laughs> I think there's one of them. I don't think yeah. that's the one. Whatever. We I, know. Cleopatra's read, story. Yeah. I read The Artist <laughs> of the, um, I read The Game by Neil Strauss, but I had also read, before I read The Game, I read his sequel to The Game, which is The Truth, which is, um, I actually read that before anything. Uh, that is uh, his follow-up to The Game, which Neil Strauss talks about. And he basically infiltrated the pickup artist community to write a book and became the most successful pickup artist of his, of his day. Um, his follow-up book was years later, he was in an exclusive relationship, but he was like a sex addict. He, he cheated on his girlfriend and had this, you know, philosophy about monogamy and went on a five-year tear trying all sorts of different non-monogamous style relationships, swinger communities to, you know, like these fucking yogic retreats and like, you know, whatever. It ended up finding his way back to his, his, a girlfriend that he had that he had cheated on with and i think they're still married today and they have kids and it was an autobiography but uh so that was that was a, a a cool read um for anybody for anybody that's like still on that pickup artist tip no like that's it for me like it's an it's there's there's no win at the end of that and it is a lot of validation seeking like i think at the end of the day we all want love we want connection so that book, The Truth, certainly showed the humanity under all of it, the soul, you know, that is affected by that. Uh, as far as dating books, I mean, I read plenty on like attachment, uh, attachment styles. I think one of the first books I read was called Insecure in Love, and it mm -hmm. was a book on um, attachment styles. I think primarily focused on like uh, anxious attachments, which. Yeah. It's funny, like uh, I've had people ask me, like, "Hey, do some videos on attachment styles," and I'm like, "I don't really know that much about it." I, really I don't, Atomic Attraction touches on it a little bit, but so essentially, there's uh, you can create like a quadrant of of attachment styles, right? In four corners, in the center is securely attached, where you have a healthy attachment to somebody, but you're not uh, either scared by the attachment or anxious without it. Um, and then there's, there's, God, I'm not an expert on it by any means, but it's like uh, fearful, there, there's, there's anxious attached and then there's avoidance and avoidance tend to run from uh, conflicts in the relationship or from a partner when they feel themselves opening up or getting close, they, uh, they pull away and become distant um, and, and anxious obviously is, is somebody who needs that constant attempt they they lose their shit that chase you which is essentially what's playing out anytime uh you know a girl leaves you and you chase her mm -hmm. and vice versa why the no contact rule works on unhealthy attached people <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. if it's 
if it's working on somebody to get them back, for example, chances are they're not securely attached in the first place, mm. you know, because you're, you're triggering their insecurity. But um, outside of dating books, it was a, I read a lot of like, I read Tony Robbins. It was uh, Unleash the Power Within. Actually, I'm reading now uh, Total Money Makeover. Or no, not Total Money Makeover. Um, Money uh, Mastering Math. the Game. Money Mastering the Game. I, I got the audiobook after you recommended it. and I've been listening to it uh, over the last few days. Um, I read a bunch of like, I was like, Unfuck Yourself. And um, uh, most recently... It was after, I think I read the, the untethered soul was a good spirituality, consciousness, mindfulness, kind of being aware of your seat of consciousness and being able to separate yourself from your thoughts and observe. And, uh, was, I, I found my way to Eckhart Tolle, which mm. is a spiritual teacher and a speaker. And he's written a book, the power of now. And he wrote a follow-up that I like almost more, uh, called, um, a new earth. And having had a foundation and kind of all this other stuff, the language wasn't so heavy that I didn't understand it. And it really uh, helped on the other side of things, on the outside of date, on my own personal being present and mindful and aware of my ego. And, and, and you know, if I get triggered by something, when you're, when you're having an ego or an emotional response to something, how to recognize it and separate and, and it's emotional maturity, it's spiritualness, spirituality. Um, and I, uh, highly recommend it to anybody who's interested in really doing like the, with like soul work, you know what I mean? It's not talking so much about like energies and your chakras and stuff like that. It's very much, you know, citing the Buddha and Jesus as well as, you know, uh, just kind of, you know, staying here and now everything in the past is is a fiction and everything in the future is a fiction. And the only way the real is in our thoughts. So if we're thinking about them, we're going to give ourselves anxiety or depression, but if we can just stay present here and now and recognize our thoughts for what they are, just our ego, like a bad roommate in your head talking to you, then you don't get drawn into these like narratives that we tend to write ourselves, which play into dating, you know, when she hasn't called or, you know, when you, you're, you know, on the date itself, trying to be like, Oh, I just want to get laid. You know, like, no, you're not, you're not gonna, if you're not present, you know? So, yeah, that's good stuff. Um, so going back to the 3% man, how many times have you, have you read it now? I'd have to say I've got, I've got 10 under my belt. Okay. Um, last I counted, I think it was seven or eight. Mind you, like, after a certain point, I've listened to it like in chunks or sections. I, I've, I've read it twice, like actually read it in the audio book uh, is how I've done the rest, like in the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll find a section and I'll, I'll chunk in like on this, this bit. And then, uh, and then I'll stop listening for a while and then I'll come back to it or, I'll, or maybe I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Cause there's a, there's a lot of anecdotal stuff in the book that like personal stories, which have, have some merit to them. Um, but you got to get through it to get, you know, like if you've already learned, learned that lesson, like it is kind of, you can yeah. kind of bite off in chunks. So I think all, all in all, like, you know, probably around 10, 11 times I'd say. And then, you know, I used to watch, I used to watch all of this, uh, the YouTube 
well, not all of them, but I cherry pick, you know, depending on what the flavor of the day was. Sure. Well, uh, you know, it's, it's funny. You, you talk about the anecdotal stuff and it just, something just came to my mind. Um, one of our 3% brothers who's, he's been on the podcast too, a long time ago, uh, Guy Gustafson, uh-huh. he watched, he watched one of my, one of my shorts where I talked about, you know, we treat all women the same. Cause that's, that's in the book. And uh, he's like, you know, I have a really hard time doing that. Do you think you could do a video about that? And I was starting to think about it. Like, how would I do a video about that? And the only thing I could think of is giving the example from the book of, of Corey treating all women the same, <laughs> you know, and it's, it's like anecdotal stories that, you know, like him uh, on that retreat with that chick that he was flirting with, like in the yeah. pool. And he's like, well, you know, she, she, uh, she had a boyfriend, so that's not the right thing to do, but we treat all women the same, you know, like that's, I'm like, that's, that's, that immediately came to my mind. What I yeah, I think, I think the, the, the lesson there really is like, be congruent, be authentic. You know yeah. what I mean? Be that guy that loves life so much that you're just having fun everywhere you go with everybody and you're just naturally attractive. It's not, and you're not being out of line. You're not trying or being pushy. Like you're just, yeah. You're a fun, you're a fun loving guy. You tease women, you know, you give them shit. Yeah, like you're yeah. fun to be around and you're lending value. Perfect. Yeah. Um, what was your last aha moment that you got from, from your last read of 3% man? Tough. You know, depending on where you are in the, like in your, in the journey, like certain things definitely resonate more than, you know, if you haven't had experience in that area yet. Um, God, that's a good one. Last aha moment. I'll give you an example of one of mine yeah, uh, yeah. that I, that I had uh, while you're thinking about this, but uh, in the book, Corey talks a lot about two steps forward, one step back. Okay. And the first like seven, I swear it was like seven times I read that book. Like the only thing that came to my mind when, when he talked about two steps forward, one step back is when you're trying to seduce a woman and she puts up a little bit of resistance. So you go in and you're like, okay, so you step back a little bit and then you, Get, go give a run at her later and eventually it breaks those walls down and you can sleep with her. And it wasn't until like the seventh read that I realized that he said, you know, he basically says like, and, and I, th- I swear it's like a two sentence section that you, you should be doing this throughout your entire date to warm her up. Like, so throughout the date, you need to like go in a little bit, the step back and talk to her. And, and, yeah. and I realized like, oh shit, that it's is not, powerful. It's That's not just the full escalation. It's in, it's just in the, the feeling, the vibe of the date. You might like be yeah. out and you, like when she lets, you know, she reaches for your hand and you're holding hands and then she lets go. Yeah. And you let her let go and you let her come, come back and you, you know, there's. Yeah. But you, you do that, you do that through the whole date. By the by the by the time it's you're ready to seduce her, she's already primed, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, holy fuck! I've been doing this wrong my whole this whole time for seven reads. This is bullshit. But yeah, that was that was an aha moment I had. I think maybe the most recent like aha moment maybe it wasn't when I read the book, but just in the in the talk of, of abundance and another bus every fifteen minutes and. Um, and so, okay, you do the work, you go out there, you, you put yourself out there, you go get some numbers, some, you, you learn some hard lessons, 
but you're single now, you know, you're, 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 you're dating and you're, you're actively, you know, looking for, for somebody real, right? When somebody falls off, when somebody, uh, doesn't call you back or that, or, you know, like it just, it, you know, runs its course or whatever, like letting it go with the understanding of there's plenty of options. I mean, I didn't want to hear it myself when I, you know, I was getting started. I was like, no, it's hard. Like, where do you find them? Where do you meet them? Like, you know, like, no, that's the one I had. I had a live one, you know? And I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a live one. Yeah. I love that. Oh, yeah, off the hook. <laughs> that, that mentality is, it, it, you know, that's where you're going to be when you're, you know, when you don't, when, when you haven't, when you're starting off, I guess. But, um, the, the whole bit about like the no contact or letting, letting it go. And, you know, after, you know, you've, you've made your interest clear and maybe, you know, it doesn't take off or it never gets started. And then seeing how it comes back around, like women that I've um, gone out with that, you know, like maybe saw them a couple of times or whatever, for whatever reason, we, you know, we didn't, we didn't see each other again. And then, you know, I just, I just kept, kept it moving. You know what I mean? And then like fucking two months later, three months later, you just get this random, like, it's always, and that's another thing. It's always like a non-direct initiation of contact. It's never, I, Hey, I was thinking about you. I miss you. I'd like to see you. Right. It's never that it's, what was the name of that song? Or, you know, like, Oh, you know, like, remind me that movie or you know it's 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 something indirect like oh hey like what <laughs> what's your appointment book look like oh you know like oh looks like you had fun on your vacation shit like that but yeah just, just ping you and and whereas in the past i would have been like oh hey, yeah okay like it was cool and i get into some maybe chit chat like seeing it now for what it is like ah you're like you're reaching out. Yeah. Interested. Right. I'm yeah. going to assume that's because you want to see me and I'm going to assume that for whatever reason, your attraction is bridged to 5.5, you know, to incline and, and treat it as such yeah. and treat it the same and be happy to hear from you. I'm not going to give you a guff. Oh, I haven't heard from you in two months. Like what the fuck, what gives Hey, man, it's great to hear from you. Oh, man, it's been fucking crazy busy, but like, when you're free to get together. Yep. Have you been following, at least on the on the page, maybe not on the podcast, but uh, do you remember like my uh, my stories about like uh, hairstylist chick last year and, and Marine Corps chick? You, you, you've like set the trend of like giving them all like a, like a nickname. Of which nicknames, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'd like to protect their, I like to protect their anonymity right now. Like I'm dating, I'm like uh, for the people out there, I'm I'm dating nurse chick right now. Like she's known as nurse chick on the page. Um, Yeah. So, so hairstyles chick actually reached out like, I don't know, maybe a month ago, you know, since you last had contact. Probably the last time she and I actually went on a date was you know, last, uh, last year in August or something, but so that it's fucking the hardest lesson for me to, one of the hardest lessons for me to learn was fucking patience. Yeah. Yeah. They come back but, around, they come sniffing back around yeah. fucking patience, and because 
and, and, and because when you, when you read the book and he set and Corey sets out this, this formula, this, you call them once a week, you know, to set a date until they start reaching out beforehand. And then seven weeks, if you're doing everything right, they'll yeah. start to develop some attachment or feelings and bring up a relationship. So reading it in that structure, like with my male rational brain, I'm like, okay, step, step, you know, like yeah. once I get first date, then I'm going to get her on the next one. And it's once a week. And, and I would follow that. Um, so when it didn't happen the second week or the third week, whatever, I'm like, Oh, something, something's wrong. I'm like, Oh, I got, I got to do something like, you know, that illusion of action and, and having that patience to like, just let it go. The two weeks, you yeah. know, like by not doing anything, it's, it's, I think it, what was, what was the book I read? It was, um, was it what, what, uh, how women test men and how to pass them or something like that? Why oh, women how women test, test men. Yeah. I, actually, someone just posted about that on the page today. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I read that a while ago when I was dealing with, with my ex, because there was lots of tests. Um, but um, it says something about like your spidey sense, right? You mm-hmm. ever get that sense you're interacting with your woman, whether it's in person or on the phone or a text, but you just get this tingle. You're like, Ooh, like something, something's off. Like, Oh, I don't know how to respond to this. I was talking to buddy about this the other day. Like that's, that's your test. Um, the best course of action always is do nothing. Non-reactive. Don't respond. If it's a text, don't respond, ignore it. Let it fucking go. If it's in person, act like you didn't even fucking hear it. Yeah. to the previous thing. In, 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 in uh, like a atomic attraction, it's like for shit tests. It's uh, you can either act indifferent or you can agree and amplify. Those are your options. Amplify is is the is the other way to go, and that's I like to just that's sarcasm. It, it it really depends on the situation how I apply those two. <laughs> for sure. It, yeah, yeah. It's it, it can it can definitely be easier said than done though, because when somebody gets you gets you in your fucking you know, in your feels, in your feels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it goes right back to, to, to how and why women test men. And it's to get you to grow. Cause obviously that triggered a part of you that's attached to some fear or insecurity. The fact that you feel the need to defend yourself, or explain yourself, rationalize, make amends, say you're sorry. Was, that's, I was explaining to my buddy the other night, we were on a, call about this shit for like three hours he's new to the group and he finally came around and i guess i was his conrad i told him about this shit like a year ago and he's finally like okay like fucking bring me in get me up to speed um and i was talking about uh about the spidey sense and about so you've got your masculine core which is on its purpose it's on its path it's doing its thing it doesn't need to explain anything to anybody you know if you're doing what you know you need to do then then everything's good so the fact now you feel like you need to explain or defend or or you know like make things right that's like your logic and reason that's culture telling you you got to make nice you got to be good no con no conflict and so your your mind and your conditioning which are learned are at odds with your essence your masculine core and that's why you feel that spidey sense that's something a physical response because this and this are clashing. Mm. So the idea there is to just go with this because that's constant. That's- for, for the people on audio, he's pounding on his heart. 
gotta watch this shit on YouTube. I need the numbers, guys. Come on. <laughs> more people, more people listen to the audio audio version than they do watching on YouTube. Just oh, fair enough. Fun I've fact. never been on a podcast before. What's that? I've never been on a podcast. I got. Oh. Do you got your you you got an open invitation to come back anytime you want? Well, you know they say you never forget your first call. <laughs> well, I I aim to please. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's hurt the first time. <laughs> this feels like a big one. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, rep- my reputation precedes me. So, <laughs> well, we're we're pretty much up at an hour. So let me uh, let me just ask you this last question. I like to ask pretty much uh, all of our three percent brothers that come on. What does being a three percent man mean to you, Ryan? I think it means being just being the best man you can be. I don't think it's uh, it's not a competition with the 97%. It's not a competition with the other 3%. It's a competition with yourself um, with the understanding that the cream rises to the top. I think uh, with knowledge comes power. And also the more you know, the more you don't know. But it's that constant pursuit for for better, for greatness. It's, it's, it's being hungry to be, to be better. Uh, I also think at times it can be lonely at the top, right? But that's where you need to be secure in, in, in confident in knowing yourself that you made it to the top, that, that, that you're there for a reason. And that, you know, given enough time and practice and uh, effort and continued growth and being on your purpose, um, that you can find that 3% woman as well, but you might have to sift through the 97% out there. So patience there, I think being a 3% man is, uh, once you're in the community, once you're, you know, surrounding yourself with other people that, uh, are on the same journey, it doesn't feel like 3% because they say you are who you hang out with the people you surround yourself with. So, um, so there, you know, there, there's, there's plenty of people who don't know, but there's also thanks to like the podcast and the, and the page and the book and the material but that's out there. Like, I think you even said, it. what did your dad teach you? It was, uh, you can learn everything you need to know in a book. Yep. So yep. that's what I learned from my dad. <laughs> so, so, you know, I guess it, it means, you know, I guess if you're a 3% then you're trying to get to the, to be a 1%, right? <laughs> That's a, that's the next goal. It's a personal growth journey. It's it's just trying to be the best you can be. Uh, because I was talking about it the other day, like uh the, you know, the when we when I was talking to my buddy about going out on Friday, you know, the why 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 do guys want to fight the the other guy that walks in the room, the alpha? Look at their with their girl, right? They the alpha doesn't want to fight anybody he's there to fuck your girl you just want to fight him because you're worried he's going to fuck your girl which by virtue makes him the alpha you yeah know? yeah good <laughs> good point <laughs> so, so if you want to fight yeah so i don't know that was just so so be be the be, be the fucking the, the girl walking in on, i mean i'm gonna fuck i'm gonna fuck all your girls yeah go and, around and fuck everyone's girl that's go what percent man means yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's not what it means at all. 
Uh, <laughs> go find your fucking own. <laughs> I love it, right? That's that's a good answer, man. All right. I like having you on, man. You're welcome back anytime. Awesome, dude. I'm happy to be here. Thanks again. Ryan, thanks again for joining me, brother. It was a really good discussion. Thanks for staying up so late. I know you uh, you had to wait until it was really late so that uh, you could put your kid to bed. But uh, I appreciate you taking the time to meet with me and telling us your story. Also, I realized that we forgot to plug your tattoo business when we closed out there. So let me plug that now. You guys can find Ryan at ryankoffmantattoo.com. That's ryankoffmantattoo.com. Link is in the description. And I've also linked to his Instagram account so you can see all the latest tattoos that he's publishing. It's it's pretty awesome, pretty badass stuff. And if you live in the Maryland area and you're looking for some kind of sweet ink, some kind of fat tat, as it were, my kid, if my kid listens to this, she'd be like, dad, stop, dad. <laughs> but if you want to get some ink done, I want to get thug life right across my stomach. I think that's what I want to do. And I think Ryan's the guy to do that for me. All right, guys, we'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Come On, Man. If you are new to the podcast, I highly recommend reading How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne at least 10 to 15 times. I recommend you watch his coaching videos on YouTube, and I recommend that you engage with other 3% men in our 3% Man Facebook group. Links to all of these are in the show notes. If you like this episode, please give us a good rating on your favorite podcast platform of choice and share with all your bros. Now go out and get it.